I'm not at all that confident, but I hate to be quite as uh, down as Matt. And maybe quite as down as Matt. First time on the podcast. I know. I know. Put, that on, <laughs> some, Put some. that on there, you know. <laughs> Tech Hockey Guide presents the Chasing McNaughton Podcast. Covering the Michigan Tech Huskies and the CCHA with your host, Tim Brown, Rob Gilreath. Dustin Lindstrom, and Matt Cavender. Welcome to episode 12 of season 5 of the Chasing a McNaughton podcast, presented by Tech Hockey Guide and recorded from the state of hockey. I'm Tim Brown, your host, and I'm joined this week by Rob Gilry. Hey guys. And Matt Cavender. What's going on, everybody? Earlier this week, we dropped an episode where we spoke with Augustana head coach uh, Garrett Raboyne. Uh, now the rest of or this the remainder of that podcast recording is presented to you here uh, where we talk about Michigan Tech's trip to upstate New York, the state of the CCHA, and just generally Michigan Tech's uh, winless start to the season. Anything else, guys? No, I covers her. All right, let's do the thank you notes plus a brief note from our sponsors. And uh, we'll be right back to get into the discussion about Michigan Tech's trip to upstate New York. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We fund everything a tech hockey guide from listeners like you. You can show your support by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash tech hockey guide. Whether you're interested in question priority, access to patron only Zoom chats with coaches and players, instat deep dives, extended versions of the podcast, unedited video or audio, early access or commercial free listening, there's a level for you. We also now have 15% discounts off annual memberships with tiers ranging from $2 to $50 per month. Again, sign up at patreon.com slash techhockeyguide. Are you in the market for insurance? Have your rates for home, auto, boat, or more been increasing way beyond inflation? If so, maybe it's time you spoke with Aaron Piedela and the team at Arcadia Insurance Group, serving Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and more. Who better to serve you than a former Michigan Tech player? For more information, call 866-511-1069 or go to ArcadiaAgency.com. All right, welcome back. Uh, Let's get into the recording of what we said after uh, Garrett uh, stepped away. It's just me and Rob and Matt. Uh, Dustin is out harvesting uh, as much as he can before it starts snowing, as I believe what he said. Opening up a new field, going late until snow flies, is what I got in a text reply. So, makes sense. <laughs> um, so, we had a... Uh, let's talk about the, the upstate New York trip for Michigan Tech. Um, I think like the, the games themselves were frustrating enough, but I think what makes it even worse is that Lake State went out there and got two results. Um, like it's wait, did you just say that a tie isn't a result? 
Let's go. What? What's that? You said Lake State just got two results. They did. They got. I, know, they, I just got to give you shit. Didn't they yeah, win we got to have. We got. I gotta. I gotta make the joke, or we're just gonna be sad this whole time. Didn't they win in <laughs> overtime, or was it a shootout? I think they had a matter. shootout. Oh, I was too sad Sorry. about our own state of affairs to know. Okay, I thought it was an OT win and a, um, and a win, but maybe not. And maybe I'm CHN looking. sucks and lied to me. No, they were. It was an OT win, two wins, not a tie. Yeah, an OT win and a regulation and a regular win. win. Yep, they did not tie. Okay, so yeah, like th- I think that's what makes it even worse. Um, I don't like. Um, was it Friday night? Joe's comments about you know needing more depth and this and that. Um, like I think that's. But those comments really frustrate me in the week where a, a player that appears to be pretty darn good at hockey leaves the program. Um, we won't get into that too much, but uh, Patrick Mersenkevich apparently left the program on Monday. Um, reports by the Daily Mining Gazette and, which I assume he's just parroting Mining Gazette, was the Mike McMahon both said that Mersenkevich is on his way back to Latvia to try pro hockey, I guess. Um, but that whole situation's frustrating because he seems like a top six forward. Um, losing was, a kid like that. What's that? He was definitely one of the more exciting guys on the ice watching yeah. personally. Yeah, when we was following in power play looks, we were looking way better. And it was, and it his, seemed like he's going to be a really positive fit with the team. It seemed like he's getting along, at least, you know, let's start outside perspective, but. Yeah, and I don't get, it sure didn't seem, like, I know coming in that a lot of the talk was that maybe he's, um, like, an Alex Batan type that's too much of a defensive liability, and I didn't see a ton of that against the Badgers. I don't think he was perfect by any means, but it didn't seem like he was any more of a liability than uh, some of the other stuff, and it seemed like maybe it was structural issues of how we're trying to play and maybe some disconnect there but not necessarily like i i never saw a lack of effort in how he played like it wasn't like lazy back checking or anything like that from i could tell but it's not like i spent the whole game watching him especially since i spent an entire period uh in a panda hat in a panda hat in the (laughs) misfit section Which which may or may not be why I'm still sick, because so, maybe the kid that I borrowed the panda hat from was sick. I don't know. How warm is it wearing a panda hat? Oh, my God, it's period? awful. Like, I, um, <laughs> I could not I couldn't wear it for more than a couple minutes. Yeah, we I don't noticed, know if I don't know. If the, it off yeah, I noticed that I noticed the kids right that on. wear them like wear them like almost helmet style when they get too hot. But <laughs> yeah. Or you got to wear it crooked so your mouth is at one of the eyeball holes. So you're because otherwise you're just it's like. It's worse than wearing like a, a COVID mask, but it's similar how it's just like so hot and just blowing back in your face. Yeah. Um, especially when you're already not feeling 100%. It probably wasn't the smartest thing I've ever done, but I actually used my to daughter enjoyed it. Matter, so yeah. that's all that mattered. <laughs> yeah, it's all about that's what it's all about. She got on the big screen in her panda mask and <laughs> had a blast. Like I actually looked at Amazon to see how much they were. I think um, they pick them up at Walmart. I think you just got to walk over there. Uh, I asked the pandas on Instagram because they wanted some of the pictures of me and Joey. Um, I forget. I think some of them were off Amazon. Some of them might have been at Walmart. I think the first one got bought at like Goodwill or something. 
as if this is anything to do with what we were supposed to be talking about. But um, yeah, I know I actually listened to you guys last week because I wasn't on the podcast. And I know I had like three or four different comments that I said out loud while listening while driving of like about something. I don't even remember what it was anymore. I should have taken notes so I could comment today. But um, Friday night's game um, was against St. Lawrence. I watched most of that game. Unlike Saturday night, because Saturday night I was at uh, the girlfriend daughter's softball games that never, yeah, that Friday season never the, ends. That was the one I got to watch as well in its entirety because I was on a work trip this weekend. Um, I was on the East Coast, just the wrong section of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, yeah well, you're in like Maryland or something? I was in uh, Western Virginia. Virginia. Western regular Western Virginia. regular Virginia. So, so, so the Virginia that, that so the Virginia that uh, is John actually Denver being talked about, about in the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was in yeah. I was in the Shenandoah Valley. So <laughs> the the <laughs> one, one mountain chain over from being West Virginia. Apparently, yeah, the, nobody ever talks the other about side of the Blue mountain Ridge Mountains and the Shenandoah River are in Western regular Virginia. Yeah, we Correct. we've only talked about this on the podcast like four times. I don't know why. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's where I was at. So I watched most of the St. Lawrence game from my hotel room uh, after one of our days of work, and we're lucky to come out of that with the the tie, right? You know, the last second goal was was awesome to see us, you know, score with the the extra man out there. But it shouldn't have gotten to that point. You know, it's a a game that should have been won earlier. You know, so yep. frustrating to see for sure, and go up with the lead to start with, and then let them back in. And yeah, a bunch of just frustration <laughs> watching. Yeah, that. I think it's frustrating for me because I, well, the way that I've seen, the way that I saw that uh, SLU game was pretty much the same way I've seen the whole season is that I see a Huskies team that is more talented than their opposition, but something is not clicking. And it's very frustrating to see. Yeah. I, I mean, that game turned a lot it felt like on the uh the double minor on jed pila um, it was a good call i mean he it was the correct the guy, call it pops stinks. the guy in the face and then takes him into the boards it's yeah frustrating it, to see it's that it's not wrong but it it's it's frustrating um to have it happen to your team because obviously i think jed's a pretty good player and it's not like that's his intention no i'm not saying it is in any way but yeah it's just uh it's frustrating to see it happen. It's frustrating to see them get back into the game because of it. I think is is where you're going before the coughing fit hit for those that uh, that yeah. can't see the video. Tim is uh, looks like he has tears in his eyes at this point from coughing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great lung cough yeah. right now. Um, he's doing really today. Good it with felt the mute better. Button. We're not hearing it. He's not editing it out. He's he's getting to the mute beforehand. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it definitely felt like that was a turning point in the game where they got back into it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let them kind of you know come back in so well and then and then but then to have like the the power play not be all that effective and all the opportunities they got for a power play i mean i know the one was uh abbreviated because it we got that face-off violation on while we were killing a penalty yep yeah it was only um, 20 second or something like that power play yeah um which I think since that face-off violation style has started, I think that's the first one of those we've had in one of our games. I can't think of another instance. No, we, where had, it, we had one. Or we have one against us. 
We had one against us against St. Thomas at home that okay. I was sitting like two rows in front of the faceoff, and that's that's when I decided I wanted to sit but down need, with the head of officials to understand, to understand this. Is. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, the, I will say this: this weekend, I definitely feel like I saw a lot more faceoff violations that were in our favor than we normally do. Like the, the penalties weren't always called, but like the first violation tended to be not against us this weekend, which I was um where i feel like otherwise so far this year i've seen a lot of va- violations against us um which was interesting but yeah like um the uh penalty shot happened uh and we didn't even uh, was that i forget now because we That's had the, the shootout too night, that was no that was the no, first, that was first night. night first night was, was, was a game yeah. i was able to watch yeah. too yeah okay. like um Oh, it all blurs like together a, when you're watching on your phone from hotel rooms and restaurants. Yep. So that was like a minute. <laughs> that was a couple minutes before Pedersen scored to tie it. We oh, drew, yeah, that's we right. Did, we drew a penalty yep. shot that Kukunen Kukunen didn't get. Yeah, he didn't get a shot off. Right. If I remember, I don't know if he didn't get a shot off or I'm, if it, I'm, just, I'm it was weak. No, it was weak and low. Is that what it, it was? Yeah, he went I can't remember now. Of, I know I'm getting the, I think I'm getting it confused with Pedersen's. Shootout attempt, yep. which Rob's was got the this one, one right, didn't get the shot off. So yeah, he tried to go um, glove side a little high, but didn't yeah, get enough on it. Yep, I wasn't I exactly thrilled with with Joe's choice there. Like I get that Pete Pedersen maybe quote unquote earned it with his play, but he's not a penalty shot guy. And yeah, but that's in the bonus. It doesn't matter competition. That's true, but it's still. I guess you're right. Like it doesn't. I'd matter. rather reward guys for good whatever letting them you know get a chance here before it matters for playoff stuff or uh points in the in the league yeah but it's also it's also really nice for certain guys who are going to be counted on in sure ccha play to get practice against goaltenders that are not ours i will say one thing and the most frustrating thing of watching that entire game was the fact that once again no one knows what a pronunciation guide looks like and <laughs> that Koski Pirti is not an Italian name and saying Koski Pertiti or Pertiti or however he was saying it <laughs> was literally grinding the ears yeah. by the end of the game. Yeah, I I heard some complaints. Clarkson didn't have it much better. It sounded I, like I couldn't, couldn't even get that one. That one I was it, actually at a restaurant with yeah, it muted. So they uh I didn't listen to most of it either, but I noticed on Discord the complaints about it sounded like on Saturday we kept getting called the Lakers and Tigers as yeah. well as Huskies sometimes. Like oh boy. And I, I I I get it. It's easy for your brain to forget that the Lakers were yesterday. Sure, um, sure. But Eastern guys should be more used to that because they do that. Like I could get yeah. it a lot more if it was Dirk or somebody screwing it up. Because we're not used to the switching teams Friday, Saturday thing. And the way they were saying Pietola was also just grindingly bad. Well, I don't know. Pietola is not the worst I've ever heard, but you're right. It's it's not not the worst, but you get it. You get a guide and they put it together real nice with all the pronunciations Uh, right at the bottom. Saturday's pronunciation of Pietola was terrible. It was not even. I don't remember what it was, but. but. it it was more like the Italian thing where it was totally wrong. Like yeah, this like is a- like he whatever he was looking at, he didn't even have the name spelled right because there's no way you get that from that. I I don't remember <laughs> what it was, but yeah. it was not good. 
Yeah. At the at the end of the day, if you want to know the bar for what it takes to get ESPN branding, it is you know, even lower than what we get with Flow Hockey. So, <laughs> of, of who's talking, yes, but not the picture. Okay, the fair picture good. Yeah. I was picture quality watching. is darn good. Um, um, yeah, that's one fair. Enough. And it's probably still another really, one of those a really deals. low height too, because it felt like whenever it came on the near board, it was pretty rough. Uh, oh yeah, how tight like, it had it's to definitely be. not a a tall building. From, yeah, from what I could gather, it felt it, the picture the 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 ability to get like the official circle or whatever you want to call that, like uh, the official the official's crease or whatever, like that area. That's hard. It was not great quality there from that perspective. But that's more a a problem with the building not being able to get the camera like far enough away and high enough above. Um, so moving to to Saturday a little more, um, much like you, Rob, I was basically watching on my phone when I could. I ran to get uh, the kids some food in between softball games, so I watched. I had it. I could hear that part of the game while I was driving to like Wendy's and back. Um, but yeah, that was the first period was definitely frustrating because it didn't feel like. Um, I don't know if the shots like I felt like Tech had more scoring chances than actual shots on goal uh, in the first because I think it was what nine to one or ten to one were shots in favor of Clarkson and then they get the one nothing lead there. Um, Lachlan gets goal to tie it up was uh, sick. It's really really impressive goal. You know to get the turnover and um, basically create that whole play was was awesome. I mean, they were um, they were downright dominant in the second, with the exception of the goal <laughs> that they scored. They, they were they were pretty much, um, yeah, they were pretty much dominant in the second for pretty much the whole thing. Um, uh, and then again in the third, they pretty much were too. Yeah, there um, were a lot of spots there where it was just like, "Come on, guys, put one in already." Ah, yep, yeah, but that's finish. I, I I don't know what it is about Michigan Tech, but that has always been there, right? Yeah. Like, and we've always said it where it's for whatever reason, no matter what the coaches do, it feels like this program has to work, you know, Extra one and a half times twice yeah. as hard as the next team to actually get it past the goalie. And I don't know how much of that is the the defense first mentality because at the same time like uh, like part of my struggle in understanding all of that is like Hastings teams are pretty defense first you know getting in the shot lanes and blocking shots and 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 forcing mistakes and yet they find offense and 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 that's even before Hastings got the opportunity to coach the skill that Wisconsin has like it's uh, it's always been there, and I just don't quite understand why um, Michigan Tech struggles so much to score. I get why Joe said on the radio show and post game how much like he was happy with Saturday's performance, especially the second, third period mostly, um, because it is probably the first time all year that they've held the team down on shot opportunities and held the team down on actual scoring opportunities and controlled most of the play. Uh, but, and, and I get, and I also get why Joe isn't so focused on results um, at this point. It's just frustrating that for, um, 
being this far into the season that they haven't lucked into a win even like it's not like they're other than Wisconsin for probably four of the six periods it doesn't it's not like they've been like completely outplayed by anybody or dominated like they just haven't gotten the bounces and haven't been able to one of the biggest things that they've struggled with this year is um like especially against Wisconsin and some other teams is like either giving up that goal at the end of the period or giving up a goal, like two shifts after you finally scored. Yeah. And you can't take that momentum away, you know, from your fans and from the team itself of like, like you can't spend all expend all that energy, either finally scoring to take the lead or finally scoring to dig out part of the hole that you've dug yourself only to like get back to right where you were two minutes later because you had a brain fart on a shift a couple shifts after you scored and that's kind of been the the problem for the team this year and uh i get it from from joe's perspective a lot of it like i i honestly get the whole Joe can't really be focused on wins and losses as important as that is like the team will win if, if they play like the second and third uh, as against Clarkson for most of the year, they're going to win a bunch of games. Uh, like the results will come. And like Joe said, some of, some of the problem is uh, the, that the, the kids that should be able to score are mainly freshmen and sophomores and, and that takes time to to figure that out and then the the inexperience on the blue line like i get you know seeing what lachlan gets did against clarkson on that goal you see why joe wanted him and then playing uh i guess matt campbell's a little bit injured but when he was playing you can also see why joe wanted to bring in matt campbell as a transfer but making those decisions costs that blue line experience by not being able to bring in a Ryan O'Connell type or um, I forget the other guy that we brought in before Ryan a couple of years ago that kind of solidified a defense instead of, um, the re- you know, we're kind of in a rebuild year on the blue line in some respects, um, especially since Trevor Russell hasn't kind of uh, stepped up quite as much as I was hoping he would coming off whatever injury he had last year and all the time he missed. So it makes sense that, you know, when you focus so much on like returning scoring and the fact that Blake Pietel is back, I guess it makes sense that the media and even the conference's coaches would maybe overestimate how good tech would be, at least at the beginning here. Um, But the nice thing for the team is that none of this has any impact so far on the ability to win the McNaughton Cup. Uh, Not at all. You get a fresh start right now. Um, That's next. We got Augustana here first, which although CCHA light, if you will, doesn't affect it either. Right. So, but Yeah. yeah, we still haven't started any conference play yet. Yep. And and to the surprise of every everyone, isn't Bemidji State in in the lead through the first weekend of CCHA play? They're the only. I one. can't even bring myself to look at the standings right yeah, now. Yeah, they they swept 
they swept St. Thomas, and then I think was it Ferris and Northern, Man, split, I, but not evenly. I don't know what deal with the yep. devil I had to yeah, make for Redmonds and Lions to be good at the same time, and the Huskies had to be bad. But I want to rethink this. We got <laughs> we got to have a talk. I want to take it back. <laughs> the Lions and who be good? The Red Wings. Oh, the Red Wings. Red Wings. Oh, yeah. they're good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Bemidji, far, anyway, Bemidji swept and Northern and Ferris split, but the overtime, you know, win loss yep. makes a difference. Yep. So, no, I think, uh, you know, Garrett's points to the fact that, you know, it's only October, guys. Calm down for a little bit at least. <laughs> I understand his point of it's only October, but also by the end of October, I would, like Tim said, I'd hope to just like stumble into one win. It just, yep. it's extremely, and I, it, you know, the word frustrating has been beat to death in this podcast already, but it is. It's just, really tough to see what is clearly a very talented team not being able to put it together and not being able to score three goals in one game. And that's probably going to be the difference. The day, like Lord help us the day we score three goals in one game, because then we're going to become unstoppable. But like right now, I mean, it's just, that's always been the case for Michigan tech though, where scoring three goals is the line. You score three goals, you win. You don't, you might, but probably not. Um, and, it, and just, it's all there. The pieces so we are take there. a rough, we take a rough October, put it behind us, and the year starts to pan out the way it was kind of pan, the way it was uh, planned to be, right? So, yeah. Yeah. no, and, yeah, and it's it it will be what it is, and hopefully, um, hopefully Augustana is flying high on their trip to Colorado. Uh, I didn't mean that pun, but there it is. Um, <laughs> and, and maybe, you know, a little overexcited at their abilities and, and Michigan tech is pissed off and hungry. And that's one thing that I'm, I'm not sure I've seen is the like seven games in you're playing game eight on Friday night. I would have hoped that Michigan tech was a little more pissed off last weekend about the fact that they don't have a win yet and grind it out a little more. Uh, and I think maybe we did see that some on Saturday night, the way they played against Clarkson. Um, but it, it's just frustrating that that they haven't put it together and haven't found a way to score enough. Um, hopefully it gets better, but it's 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 frustrating right now. Yep, definitely. Frustrating is a very apt word to describe the month of October. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we can uh, we can try and put it behind us and 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 not worry about it uh yeah because it is what it is we can't do anything about that we got to focus on getting a win this weekend and getting better and then getting into our ccha schedule and finding a way to yep to uh grow and live up to the to the expectations that were put on those 26 games or 24 games i guess this year yep all right Um, so speaking of yeah you know, um, speaking of, uh, you know, growing, leaving the month behind us, getting ready to go for the CCHA schedule. How do we feel about this weekend? <laughs> Nervous. Nervous. I feel <laughs> horrific. I feel like we're going to get swept. I feel like this Augustana program has been chugging along at a pace that um, well, is pretty scary. And I think that they're going to be able to come like... Perhaps it's going to be the thing where Tech has just been kicked in the pants and now they're coming back home and they're pissed off enough to win. But the way Augustana's looking, I feel like they're kind of playing like we 
like we, we might not have nothing to play for, but we can we got to show these guys that we can hang. So I, uh, as much as I hate to call it tech, like a uh, sweep for the other team, that's how I'm feeling right now. Yeah, I can't go that far because I think one thing Michigan Tech has going for them that maybe Denver CC did not uh, is I don't think we're going to underestimate them because of where we're at. I think that probably played a little bit into Denver and CC and them struggling. Um, I, I don't expect Michigan Tech to sweep, but I'm certainly... Um, leaning towards a split of some kind uh maybe uh maybe max will get his first win on saturday night i don't know because we we have it on good authority from everything joe said that max is going to play one of these two games i think that's the right move um and hopefully he can can get some offensive support and and get a win or or blake does i have a feeling one of these games they're going to find a way to score three times um have we has michigan tech played against rose before i think so right when he was at bowling green yeah i believe they did play against them before yeah the name sounds familiar to me Mm -hmm. and i don't know as much as i like we all know that i'm the eternal optimist i've fallen to that other side rather quickly and i think uh i think (laughs) it's hard not to i know and i I think zamatis put it really well in his last series preview that like um i'm not gonna call a tech win until they prove they deserve it uh, I don't want the season to be that damn long, Matt. I, I, <laughs> I know, but I maybe me in whatever capacity I have being this negative, maybe that's bulletin board material. Maybe that's a kick in the pants. And I, I want to be proven wrong. I want to start calling tech victories, but I, I need to see it. You know, I need to see like I need to see something click. I well, need to see yeah, something about I, the, like, the team like becoming more cohesive i need to see something like the power play getting going I need to see some like more stout on defense like before i feel like i can start calling like wins let alone sweeps i want to see it you know yep i get it i do Fibke Dental is a general dentistry practice located in downtown Rhinelander Wisconsin home of the hodag Look online at fibkeydental.com or find them on Facebook. They do pain-free dentistry for kids, adults, people that went to great schools, and people that ended up at Northern Michigan. Stop in and say hi between 8 and 5 and tell them THG sent you. That is F-I-E-B-K-E dental.com. Do you work in manufacturing, product design, or product development? Is your business trying to improve efficiency while also producing at scale? Livonia Technical Services can help. They provide world-class quality improvement training and consulting for failure modes and effect analysis, product development, and cost reduction. All things that could help Northern Michigan assemble a competent defense. If you think your business could use a prevention mindset and reduce manufacturing costs, a partnership with Livonia Technical Services might be right for you. Check them out at livoniatech.net. That's L-I-V-O-N-I-A tech.net. I saw positives last weekend. It wasn't all perfect. I do think one of the biggest problems they've had, but is for most of the season, the team, uh, I think it was uh, Seema, our new, our new guy, Nathan Seema said something about how like for most of the season, it's felt like 
20 some players not playing as a team like a lot like especially Duluth and the Alaska series none of the players felt like they had any idea what the other guy was doing um but I don't think that's I think that's working itself out a little bit especially with the way they played the last 40 minutes against Clarkson they didn't get the goals um but it did feel like it was more of a team game and, and that's a big step in the right direction. Um, yeah. They say from the little, I was able to watch on my phone. Those last two periods seem to be what things should be. They just didn't have the goals, like you said. So maybe, you know, things are going to start to click and we'll be good. I hope so. Same. Here. I, uh, <laughs> I'm not at all that confident, but I hate to be quite as uh, down as Matt and maybe, Quite as down as Matt. First time on the podcast. I know. I know. Put, that <laughs> some, Put that on there, you know. <laughs> some of this feels like the, the old Bethlehem adage of if you don't expect to win, they can't hurt you. And, yeah. and I think that's where you and, and Jay-Z are at right now, where it's like, and if I, I just pick them to get feel... swept, my expectations are so low that I can't be disappointed. Um, and, I, and I get that because so far this entire season has not been nothing but disappointment uh like you, you can't i mean at least at least at least the weekend after this they're going to Bemidji where i honestly don't expect them to win like we could but like i will go into that weekend with zero expectations of a win um because it just feels like um Saratori's got his team in a better place than tech right now and always causes problems for Michigan Tech and sometimes we overcome those and sometimes we don't. So Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. They gotta play the games. And even if I'm being a sour jackass, I'm still gonna turn into the game. Like yeah. is, <laughs> I'm I'm into it at this point. So apparently Michigan Tech's record against Zach Rose is beating him in his very first college game ever, scoring four times on twenty five shots. And then losing to him in his was it sophomore year, losing to him in his sophomore year, scoring twice on only 17 shots. So we've we've got a pretty good scoring percent on him uh, with six goals on what? What was that? 40 shots? No, not even 30. Yeah, 41 shots. Six goals on 41 shots. I'll take that. We just got to make sure we get enough shots on them to to actually uh, matter. I mean, that was probably my most frustrating thing about the Wisconsin series that I didn't get to talk about was uh, was not even really challenging the Wisconsin goalie that much because I don't like it seems like he's gotten better. And and as a tech fan, I think we can all feel a little better about the Wisconsin series watching the the Badgers yeah, go into yeah. to they, Minneapolis they have, and sweep. Uh... They have ramped up very quickly under Hastings. Yeah, they are currently number one in the pairwise. I know that doesn't matter, uh, but they did get, I think, five first place votes today, and including Cal Larson's vote, apparently. Um, and I think it's deserved. I think they went into number one and swept them. Uh, Friday night was pretty convincing. Saturday was a little more razor's edge, but... They played good hockey. They didn't luck into either win. I don't think it was. It was. Uh, I watched a lot of that because it was uh, more <laughs> interesting. And I also think it. Well, they played what Thursday, and then they played 
Friday late, so it was easy to to transition from text game to because uh, text game was basically done after the first period of that the Friday Gopher uh, Wisconsin game. So okay, so I got to be real. I want to watch the end of Monday Night Football. So <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. All right, I I well the Lions are up and it looks like oh, it's that's gonna right. stay the that Lions way. are playing. I'm sorry, yes. Matt. It's a, oh, no, go that's, enjoy. That's okay. I just wanted to we'll wrap I it did. up anyway. This was enough. All right, cool. All right. Uh, let's see. Well, that should do it for the, anything else you want to say, Rob? Matt, see ya. Have fun. Watch the game. No, yep, I'm eat looking, your vegetables. Facebook <laughs> memories just show me some pictures that are now 18 years old from my time at Tech. That um, woo. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a I got a memory about me being up for the St. Louis St. Lawrence series last year when we got two shutouts. Um. Uh, yeah, so I'm posting them in another group. Any, um, <laughs> there's some good ones. I was Quail Man that year. Quail Man, yep, nice. One minute remaining in the podcast. Well, that should do it for this episode of the Chasing McNaughton podcast. Please check out our Patreon and join by visiting patreon.com/slash tech hockey guide. Uh, we've got a bunch of different cheers. The lowest one gets you question priority um black levels at five bucks a month that gets you extra podcast content for every episode um we've got unfiltered youtube video each week unedited audio each week follow us on twitter at chasing mac pod or at tech hockey guide i believe both of those are on blue sky as well we don't post a whole lot on there yet but hopefully we can get there uh, you can submit questions through Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon page. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, or preferably Spotify. Uh, we've also got it on many other podcast apps. Uh, so if you can't find it on the podcast site of your choice, please let us know and we'll make it happen. The more you rate, review, and share, the more people we can reach. So tell your friends. Give us a five-star rating, more than likely on Apple Podcasts. Dustin will read the review you leave no matter what it says. So let's get some ratings and see what you guys have to say. Uh, once again, thanks to our sponsor, Fibke Dental in Rhinelander, Wisconsin, Arcadia Insurance with service throughout the Midwest and other places and Livonia Technical Services. Finally, thanks to the thank you notes for all the bumpers in this week's episode. If you like what you hear, check them out at the thank you notes.bandcamp.com. You've been listening to the Chasing McNaughton Podcast, presented by Tech Hockey Guide, covering the Michigan Tech Huskies and the CCHA.